Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive. I'm Sarah, and these podcasts are here to inspire and encourage you to find your daily drive in Jesus through hearing lots of different stories of other women who are already on their journey with Him. today's episode, I interview one of my old small group leaders, Christy. I don't know about you guys, but for a long time I struggled to read my Bible, and even now there are times I struggle. Christy's going to offer us some encouragement and inspiration on reading our Bibles. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. So welcome, Christy. Thank you for having me. Can you share a little bit of your testimony with us to start off with? I would love to. My testimony doesn't involve a clear conversion from a time when I didn't know God to when I did. I asked God into my heart as a little girl. I don't remember the moment, but my mum has told me the story. I think I was about three years old. I would go and ask her a question about God and she would answer it and then ask if I wanted to ask Jesus into my heart. I would respond with a no. I repeated this pattern until one day I said yes, I did. My mum asked if I wanted her to pray with me, to which I said no. I then went off and prayed on my own. So while I don't remember that moment, I can't remember a time in my life when I didn't know God. As a teenager, I felt like this testimony was inadequate. I was at a Christian camp and all these kids were sharing these amazing testimonies and dramatic conversions and you could see the difference God had made in their lives and I wondered how my testimony would help people get to know God and see his power and salvation. At that camp, God quietly spoke to me and said, but it's your testimony. In other words, it's your relationship with me. So from that point, I stopped devaluing how I got to know God and just thanked him that I knew him. The thing I remember most about those years as a teenager was asking God lots of questions. My parents had given me a study Bible for teenagers, so I had these hot topic pages. And I remember God using his word and those study pages to answer all my questions. Each time he answered a question, it just confirmed how real and personal he was. Some of my questions I hadn't written down or voiced to anyone, and yet I found myself staring at an answer. And I found each answer resonated deep within me, and there was something in me that said, yes, this is truth. One key moment came in year 11. I remember asking God, what is the purpose of life? A little while later, when I was singing and dancing in the lounge room when my parents were out, a song from a band called Delirious started playing. And one of the lines in the song says, the wonder of it all is that I'm living just to fall more in love with you. And it all just clicked. God then backed this up with John 17 verse 3. Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Throughout my whole life, God has been there. He is my anchor. He is my hope. And I often describe him as the lover of my soul. You can't love someone you don't know. My parents always encouraged me to develop my own personal relationship with God, so it has become a habit. I run to God, I ask God, I trust God. No matter what I have gone through in this fallen, broken world, God has always been there and always helped. Reading his word, talking to him has kept me sane, hopeful and helped me make decisions. He has helped me love others and forgive others, which has not always been easy. Isaiah 45 verse 9 says that God has not asked us to seek him in vain. God wants us to get to know him. So my testimony is a lifetime of walking with Jesus and getting to know him. And there is no one else like him. The way he loves us is truly amazing. And I love discovering that. I feel complete and I have this deep sense of joy and satisfaction that no matter how tough life gets, I have hope. 
the one true God of the universe cares about me and lives in me and wants to give me an abundant eternal life. Your love of God and his word is so evident and it's one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on her daily drive. Speaking of God's word, do you think the Bible should play a significant role in our lives? Yes. (laughs) I don't see the Bible as a book. I see it as a person. It is how Jesus and I communicate. The Bible says that the word of God is living and active, so it is through his word that he teaches me about him, about myself, about what is right and wrong and what are unhealthy and healthy choices. He's the foundation of my life. If it wasn't for Jesus and his word, I know I would be constantly being tossed about by doubt, worry and uncertainty. But through getting to know him, I have hope and peace, even when life is tough and uncertain. What are some verses in the Bible that do point to the importance of God's word in our lives? It is really hard to pick a few. Um, I think the ones that are the real foundation for me, firstly, is John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So it's once again, it's not just the Bible, it's a person. John seventeen three, as I mentioned before, now this is eternal life that you may know me, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Um, so life is all about getting to know God. And Matthew chapter four, verse four says, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So Jesus used scripture when he was being tempted by Satan. Jesus said life on earth would be tough. He constantly encouraged people to get to know him, not just religious ideas about him, but him personally. So if Jesus used scripture, we should use scripture. And um, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 11 to 14, this is when um, Moses has been up on the mountain and he's talking to the Israelites before they cross over into the promised land. He says, now what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It's not up in heaven so that you have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so you may obey it. So that, you know, it's, it's our being. It's, it's everything. I love how you said, who are we to not use God's word if even Jesus used it? Yes. Yeah. What benefits have you experienced personally from knowing God's word and spending time in the Bible regularly? The biggest benefit is that I have my own personal relationship with him. I know him. So my beliefs aren't based on my parents or anybody else's. I know who Jesus is. Life is tough. (laughs) We all go through challenging times. And by having my foundation built on a personal relationship with God, I've been able to get through all those tough times And I have been able to get to know God more and more and fall more and more in love with him because I have seen how much he loves me and how real he is. Also, because of the time I've spent getting to know him, God has brought scriptures to mind when I can encourage others and share with them how much God loves them and offer them real hope and peace. And now as a mother, when my kids struggle or ask me questions about life and death and who is God, I can answer them because I know I know his word. Christy, what are some practical steps you could give our listeners who are struggling to read their Bible? Some practical steps. Firstly, I have a, an NIV study Bible, so there are footnotes in it. So the Bible says that when we read his word, he's given us his Holy Spirit who will remind us and teach us. So firstly, when I sit down and read my Bible, I know I'm not on my own and I know God's going to help me understand what I read and that he, will, he wants to talk to me. So I go expecting him. So I get a Bible, I have a Bible that, will help me understand the word and it's got the study notes. So if I'm not sure, I look down and there it is. And 
You can also now get the Study Bible as an app, which I got last week, and it's super handy because it's right there on your phone. Bonus. <laughs> then I get a devotional book that mainly gets me to read scripture and then will get me to think about what I've read. So I've, I've got a bookcase full of devotional books I've used over the years. But the little ones that just have a verse and then a little bit about what the author has thought are good, but that's like a snack. So get a devotional book that makes you read his word, makes you think for yourself first, and then can help you understand it. And be fussy in your devotional book. If it's not something that you are interested in or want to read, don't get it. Don't use something you're not interested in. So I've found ones over the years written by um, women that talk about a heart that dances, the pilgrimage, um, grace. And I started with one that went through the whole Bible and asked, you know, asked questions about what I read. And that one was called Your Daily Walk. And it was just such a foundational first devotion for me. And then the other thing is I went to work, I found it hard to have that time and energy. So I wrote scripture verses on little palm cards and I stuck them in my car. So before I got out of the car, when I got to work, I would read my verse and I made them up. So I ended up making up 12 that was sort of my philosophy for work, why I work, why I teach. I listen to songs all the time as, you know, that helps me think about him, love him, enjoy him. And I love reading Christian books. So that's, I, it's a variety of things. Do you read your Bible every day? No, I don't. Whenever I get a chance to read my Bible, as a mother, it's a lot harder to find that time. During those uni years, I really used my time to have quiet times. And whenever I sat down, I didn't put my put any pressure on myself to get through a whole devotional page or through a whole chapter or anything. I am very passionate about read your Bible and stop when God points something out to you. Um, and that's what he wants you to remember. And it's so it's not about ticking something off a list or completing a whole page. It's about having that communication with God. And when he says something to you, stop, stop and listen and talk to him about it and ask him how he wants you to apply that to your life and what it is he's trying to, to teach you. Do you have any final words of encouragement for those listening? I do. Nothing beats the joy of hearing God speak to you. And when God speaks to you, you remember it and you want to change. Nothing compares to the love of God and knowing him and that love gives me a joyful life. Not an easy life, but Oswald Chambers describes life on earth as gloriously difficult. And I think that's very true. John chapter 10 verse 10, Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Knowing Jesus means eternal life for me starts now. I get to know God here on earth and I will know him fully in heaven. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 5 to 9 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments I give to you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them upon your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. God is our everything. Dive into knowing him. Dive into the word and spend your whole life discovering for yourself how real God is and how much he loves you. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I hope this has encouraged and inspired you to spend time in God's word this week. And hey, if you don't, that's okay too. There are so many ways to spend time with him. Chuck on some worship music in the car. You can pray to him at any time and anywhere or simply listen to other podcasts. Joyce Meyer is a personal favorite of mine at the moment. Next week, join us as we talk with Bronwyn, one of the sweetest ladies I know. 
She's going to discuss her experience from trying to trust in God, trusting that you are good enough. Until then, have a wonderful week, everyone.